Andy Lindis is in. Steve Thompson is here as well. And always good to visit with Andy Lindis. And Andy, the weather is just flat out gorgeous. What a morning. What a great day to be outside getting something done. Yeah, this is about uh, as good as it gets, isn't it? I'll take this every day of the year if we could. Oh, yeah, 55 degrees, as we heard a moment ago here in the cities. Hardly a breeze. Man, if you can't get something done outside today, and and I'm sure your guys, uh, your crew is out and about, love weather like this. When uh, it, It's just it's good work and weather for sure. It is. Not too hot, not too cold. All the materials uh, are easy to work with, you know, so so many times of the year. It's uh, it's it's so hot that the, the things are hard to work with, or it gets so cold you got to warm them up before you can work with them. So, yeah, we're uh, we're grateful for days like today and like we've had too. The weather has been weather's been good. We've had a little bit of rain, but nothing, uh, no complete washout days. So we've been able to get a lot done. And by the way, our phone number on the program. If you have a home improvement question for Andy, here's the number six five one nine eight nine nine two two six six five one nine eight nine nine two two six is the number, and that's good for a call or text. A home improvement project, uh, roofs, windows, gutters, decks, you name it. Uh, uh, Andy uh, loves to take those calls and texts here on the program, 651-989-9226. And Andy, one of the things we've talked about as of late, people getting out and about, may, maybe cleaning up, uh, washing the exterior of their home, uh, washing those windows, probably uh, uh, maybe it's time to replace those windows. And I know you've got quite a story about a window project. Yeah, you know, uh, we received uh, some feedback from uh, a customer, Mrs. Beeson, uh, this week. And um, one, I, my window crews are, uh, when it comes to craftsmen, they're as good as anybody in the country. They, they really are good at what they do. All they do is install windows every day, all day. And this particular project, we ran into some pretty extensive rot. And, you know, and this is uh, some difficult times to work with. And we're working inside people's houses and, you know, we're doing our best. Uh, we're working with some, you know, some elderly customers. And we got some really nice feedback on how my guys manage the social distancing. Uh, the job ended up being a lot more extensive than we had originally thought because of the amount of rot that we found. But in a, in a couple of days... Uh, uh, change around we were able to take care of all the rot and install brand new infinity windows and if you were to uh, if you go to our facebook page you can really see some before and afters and this is one of the cool parts uh about i mean it's like three or four window projects i talked to my estimators out this week where we're changing the styles of the windows and really opening up the glass and and when, when you think about windows steve you i mean that's that's what you want you want to bring that natural light into the house so just some small changes uh, on how this window is. It's really going to make a big difference in the house. And and uh, if you see the amount of mold and rot that was underneath this original window, uh, if you ever look at the pictures, boy, oh, boy, that could have gotten, uh, if, if it would have left unchecked even more, it would have been even a couple more years. We might have been talking about $1,000, $2,000 more in damage. Wow. And the thing about window technology right now is, uh, I, I remember, I, I happened to have a picture window on my house. It was a ranch-style home built in the 50s. But, you know, bringing in as much of the outdoors and, and 
having window space and it, it it just that that view of the outdoors and in, in my case the view of the river is is really what it's all about yeah you know um and uh well i was working with one customer this week uh or my my estimator working with a customer this week and they have they have a lake place and they they don't really care about operating the windows they just want to put as much glass as they possibly can on there and and, and every window manufacturer has size maximums that they can go to uh, that's one of the cool things about working with Infinity. We were able to make some calls, and we're getting some uh, windows custom-made for that opening. Uh, it's going to be a little bit bigger than they're normally making, but we're going to, it's going to be a direct glaze option. Um, so picture just the sash of a window, if, if you would. But by, by going to the direct glaze in that big of a window, we're actually going to switch it to a one-inch glass pack, normal um, it's, which is a lot larger than normal glass pack, so you're getting a better insulated glass. But in order, in order to make sure you can go that big with a window, you got to go to the one-inch spacer system from Cardinal, because otherwise the center of the glass will end up touching. That's uh, if, if you ever do infrared imaging or testing on windows, the middle of the glass, the glass is actually closer together than than it is on the edges. So it's just uh, it's the way way windows work. But we're kind of excited about that project. New things coming down the pike. It's always uh, always neat to try stuff and uh, do something a little bit different, and and uh, it's uh, we're pretty excited about it. To be honest with you, and it's just uh, fun working with a company like Infinity that's willing to do some custom stuff. Yeah, and Andy, when it comes to windows, I, I think you bring up a great point. Uh, siding is one, but but windows can really change a home and change the look indoors and out for the better yeah it's not about just just changing the look the amount of natural light that you let in uh, and then when you talk about making your house the most comfortable it possibly can be and the amount of money that we lose out of our windows uh it's and some of the jobs that we get to with the amount of rot that we're seeing it's some things need to be addressed and addressed soon usually and uh, we, we talked about the great weather at the top. This is now the time to get someone out, can do it safely. Uh, you, you, you talk often about uh, what, what you do to keep your crew safe, and then beyond that, the customers. But, but getting someone out to take a look at your situation, you can do it safety, practice social distancing, and, and more importantly, take a look at gutters, get up on the roof and inspect things. Uh, it, it really is important to, to get someone out and have them take a look and uh, have feet on the ground, so to speak. Yeah, um, technology that we have nowadays is is awesome. It, it really is. It, it really does lower the, the curve for a lot of people, but that technology can also get us in trouble. And what I mean by that is uh, there's a lot of people out there doing virtual estimates and no-touch estimates, and, and we are as well, but that doesn't mean that we don't inspect the property. There's only so much satellite imaging can tell us. There's only so much that the, the airplane pictures. That's what a lot of this technology is built around. There's a company called Pictometry that, that flew around the Twin Cities and flew around the country and took pictures from airplanes. And they developed a computer program that will take those pictures and it will give you the square footage of the roof and the siding and, and the, the window take off, everything on the exterior of the home. Um, all depending on, on certain tree coverage. And those sometimes cannot be very accurate. I've, I've noticed that. Um, 
But what that doesn't tell you is what's going on inside that house, what's going on on the roof, where is the rot. When, when, we're, when we're a company like us, we're really focusing on first-time quality. And what that means is when we start a job, we want to be able to finish it right that day. We don't have to come back and make it right. We want to be able to finish it right that day. And, and when we use diagnostic tools like we have, uh, where we can put a bore, uh, our camera inside the wall to see what type of rot there is. We have a moisture meter that tells us what's going on in there, our, our infrared imaging, the blower door test, all of, all of that stuff is really going to give us the best pathway to making your house the most comfortable house it possibly can be. We have a quick break and then more with Andy Lindus here on the Home Improvement Show brought to you by Lindus Construction on this Saturday morning. Uh, we have Denny on the phone lines. We'll go there in a moment. And we have a lot of texts coming in already. And here's the number, 651-989-9226. You can call and visit with Andy or send us a text. We'll continue in a moment here on News Talk, 830-WCCO. The Home Improvement Show is underway, brought to you by the great folks at Linda's Construction. Andy is joining us, as always, on the program. If you want to talk to Andy Lindus, feel free to call 651-989-9226. We have 55 degrees, no wind, the humidity 74%, just a great morning all around the area. And let's go to the phone lines and let's get started with Denny. Denny, you're on the air with Andy Lindis. For you this morning, our roof on our house is uh, 19 years old, and it's uh, asphalt shingles. I've had these shingles inspected, and the shingles itself are good, but the valleys are rusting. Um, is there any way I can replace the valleys without uh, replacing the uh, whole roof? Uh, there is a way, um, like when you say they're rusting, are they rusting through? Well, they're not rusting through, but they got surface rust because they're galvanized. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, um, yes, you can replace a valley without placing the roof. The problem with a 19 year old shingle is, uh, when you do that, you might break some shingles. So you might have to put in other shingles there. I almost guarantee you're going to have to put in other shingles in, in, in there and it's not going to look the same. Okay. Shingles aren't going to look like the way a 19 year old shingle is going to look. So there's maybe some options where you could get in there and sand away the surface rust and, and paint the valleys color match to the shingles. Oh, okay. Um, if, if, if we leave an exposed valley, it's always going to be painted and color match the shingles. We don't use any of the galvanized ones okay. um, anymore. Um, but, but, I mean, you're talking about a 19-year-old roof. Uh, whereabouts do you live? Uh, he lives out in Chanhassen. Chanhassen, yeah. Yeah, um, yep. We'll gladly inspect that for you and, and take a look at it. Uh, what type of roofing is it? Uh, asphalt. Do you know the manufacturer? Oh, I don't know that for sure, no. Okay. So when, when did you say you had the roof inspected? Uh, it was last year. Okay. Yeah, you know, you're, you're, you're on the last third of, of the life of that roof, would be my guess. So... You know, if if you, you're, you're talking about uh, the valleys rusting through, I, I really wouldn't worry about it. As it. You're talking, it's more of an aesthetic problem than it's going to be a leaking problem, would be my guess, for the short term. 
Now, um, it's it's pretty rare that a 19-year-old galvanized valley rusts all the way through, but there's going to be some surface rust on them eventually, especially if it ever got scratched or you got a lot of ice dams that happen in that area? Um, sometimes we do, yes, down toward the bottom, but uh, the rust seems to be up toward the middle of the uh, rough and so forth. Hmm. So... I don't think it's a, a it's a crazy worry. I, I would probably try to paint them before I try to re- replace them if I were you. All right, very good, Denny. Good luck with that project. Uh, Kelly and Andover, you're up next on the Home Improvement Show with Andy Lindus. Hello. Hi, good morning, Andy. I have good a morning. question on vinyl plank flooring. Um, a little over two years ago, we installed uh, a premium, so a, a thicker vinyl plank flooring in our kitchen, dining, living area. Last summer, I noticed what I call a little bubble in one area. Last fall, a second bubble area about eight feet away. And then now this spring, I've noticed a third little bubble area. I am wondering, is this the nail from the subflooring possibly working their way up? It could be. Um, I'd have to take a look at it uh, to know exactly what is, what is happening. Um, sometimes these vinyl plank floorings have some some other manufacturer defects that, that start to show themselves uh, as well. But uh, without taking an exact look at it, it very well could be the, the, the subflooring nails working their way up. But um, like, is that what it looks like? Is it like a nail head or is it just like a, like, like a quarter size bubble? size bubble, and um, I have pondered just taking a rubber mallet with like a a towel in between or something and giving it a couple of whacks to see if that makes a difference. My husband says that subflooring is screwed in. I don't know that I believe that. Um, Probably is. Okay, so could a screw then work its way up as well? Yeah, it can. Okay, all right. Um, Yep. So in, in, it, it, it's, it's, in, it, like, in my as long as you're careful and I'd use something more than a towel, something that's going to disperse right. it a little bit more. Maybe if you do you have another piece of the, the vinyl flooring somewhere? Can say that again, please? Do you have another piece of like the vinyl flooring somewhere? So if if it were me and I was going to try that, I would put down a towel and like a some type of board, and then I would hit the board. Um, the okay. towel isn't going to. There's a very good chance if you go after it over the towel, you end up uh, pushing the the vinyl over the top of the nail head, or the screw head, whatever whatever the top be, and 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 it can and you can have have an issue there. So you want something solid over the top of that but even even then I, w- I would worry I would worry about that is it is it easy to take it up that's one of the nice things about the vinyl flooring if can you t- is there one of those spots where you could pick it up and inspect well and that was going to be my next question with this slick and lock approach flooring is mm-hmm. there a way to take you know middle pieces out not you got to start from the one side and work your way over you can't just take it out in the middle um, yeah, because yeah, it's, I I guess you know it could be done. Uh, it it would be a project, but uh, yeah. what, what are the odds one of those bubbles are near a wall? <laughs> right. uh, the, uh-huh. the, the closest one is about two feet from the cupboards in the kitchen, so that would be the closest one. The other one 
is probably, it, it's a large area because it encompasses all three rooms. Um, <laughs> the other one is probably, I don't know, eight feet from either wall end, and the other one is probably four feet from the nearest wall. Okay. So you say you've had this vinyl plank flooring, uh, ultra premium vinyl plank flooring for a couple of years now. Any other problems with it? Uh, how's the wear and tear on it? No, I love it. Um, you know, we're not a big family. There's three of us, three people, and three, three, you know, a couple of small critters, but we're not, we don't have heavy foot traffic, so to speak. Um, yeah, I love it. It's pretty, it has been holding up nice, except for these little bubbles that drive me crazy. Yeah, um, it's, it's, I'm guessing it's one of those things, too, that as soon as you walk into the room, it hits your eye, and no one else notices it, but the, you just sit and stare at it. I have a couple of spots like that in my house. I have to point them exactly. out to people. They never see <laughs> yeah. them, but I, I just sit and I see them all the time. Yeah, it's, it's one of those deals, uh, and it can drive somebody nuts. So if I were you, I would start in the kitchen, and I would want the curiosity is, is something that always gets the best of me. And I want to know what's going on there, whether if it's something going on inside the vinyl plank flooring that's causing the bubbling or if it's a fastener coming up um, or something else all entirely. And so I would, I would start digging into it, but just be, be careful. Um, the problem with some of the vinyl plank flooring, if it's a couple years old, you might not be able to get new pieces if you break anything to match. So I would want to, before I even started to pull it up, I would, I would inspect to make sure I can still get that vinyl plank flooring in case I... I messed something up. The last thing I'd want to do is have to replace my entire floor because I can't get flooring to match because I wanted to inspect a couple of bubbles. So I would, I would, look, I would look first to see if I can get new parts if I need them. And if I can, then I'd start inspecting. All right, good luck, Kelly, with that. Uh, we have much more coming up on the Home Improvement Show. We have a lot on the text line today, a lot of good ones there, including uh, some talk about uh, windows, painting a wood foundation, and that is all uh, coming up here on the Home Improvement Show, brought to you by Lindus Construction, online at lindusconstruction.com, L-I-N-D-U-S, construction.com, or 1-800-LEAVE-CARD. We'll have more with Andy Lindus here in a moment on News Talk, E-3-O-W-C-C-O. Our phone number on the program, 651 651-989-9226. And, of course, that's good for a call or a text if you want to visit with Andy Lindis. And, Andy, we have uh, a lot on the text line today. And let's jump over there and get started. And uh, let's, let's go to that wood foundation. We have a 20-year-old house with a wood foundation, but the paint on the boards along the ground or, or near where the, the ground meets the foundation are starting to peel a little bit. What should we do? Pull pull back the landscape and and clean that up and start over. And how far should we pull back uh, that soil to get at that wood foundation? Um, you know, it's just the exposed stuff that I'm guessing is is the paint is peeling, and it would really depend on what type of siding that they actually have. If it were me, if it was one of my houses, I would I would look up a product. Uh, if they just go into any search engine and type in groundbreaker. They can find uh, some products that they can install along the foundation of their house 
that is going to be more durable than wooden paint and it's just going to last a little bit longer and it might actually seal up that area a little bit better um here's a something that uh, that we look into and i love wood basements i have a wood basement um as far as i'm concerned uh it's one of the best foundations that that, that you can put in as far as having a comfortable basement and for a guy that grew up uh, in his basement, that's where my bedroom was, and that's where all I could shoot hockey pucks and play pool and hang out with my buddies, and that's where my, my son is. So the basement was a very important part of my house. So uh, having that wood basement that my – I still remember, Steve. Uh, I think I was four or five years old, and my dad and uh, his buddy Daryl, a.k.a. the wizard, I went and we moved in with my uncle for two months and New Richmond, and they raised the house up, got rid of the old crawl space, and dug in a new basement and put up uh, a 20-foot wall, all one piece themselves, those two. And uh, the reason why I know that, because when I remodeled that basement and uh, remarked on how crooked the wall was, my dad had to tell me it was just me and one other guy putting it up all by ourselves. What do you expect? I'm like, yeah, you know, I was pretty impressed. Uh, I don't know if I, me and one other guy could uh, raise a house up off uh, the foundation and dig a basement in right now. So that's uh, some pretty good work back in the day. But this is 35 years ago, and I've never had a problem with my wood foundation. So Yeah, if, I, I, grew if, a, go ahead. I grew up in a split, Andy. And so, so I had windows that I could sneak out of when I got a little bit uh, older. You know, because yes. there was no way I was going to fit through, you know, one of those tiny little basement windows. But yeah, my my brother and I were in the lower level of a split, so so we we could get out of there uh, when we were fifteen, sixteen years old when we weren't supposed to. Yeah, those typical basement windows. If uh, if in high school <laughs> I had tried to get through those, so you would have had the the Winnie the Pooh in the honey tree moment for sure. <laughs> would have been really easily caught by my parents. Now, now, Andy, are wood foundations still common in new construction, or, or is no. it pretty rare? Pretty rare. Um, you don't don't see them a lot. You, you really don't. Although, I bet you uh, we get a phone call a few times a year on the show about it, for sure. Yeah, um, but and, no, you don't you don't see a lot of it going into to new construction anymore. Yeah, and I, I remember I, I spent about ten years of my career in Sioux Falls, and most of the new construction in Sioux Falls uh, were poured. They they were poured concrete foundations, but uh, here in the cities they seem to be. There, there's a lot of cinder block foundations still going in. There is there is uh, still a, a lot of poured walls, and and those are all yeah. great foundations. Um, I just think it's harder to keep like a cinder block foundation dry than it is like a poured wall, and when when it, or a or a wood basement. And the nice part about the wood basement is it's really easy to finish then. You know, you're not having to fur the wall out or anything like that. So, and it's it's easy to insulate, easy to finish, and and uh, like half the time when we go into houses to look at their attic insulation, we want to look at the basement. We want to see how that's insulated. Uh, a lot of the times when we're talking about stack effect, the main problem can be coming from the rim. And when you do the groundbreaker and and you insulate the house the right way along the foundation. You, you can really make a big difference in the house, too. So not just talking about uh, painting the wood. You might be able to seal up your house and make it actually a lot more comfortable if you do it the right way here, too. 651-989-9226. It is the Home Improvement Show with Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction each and every Saturday morning between 9 and 10 a.m. From our text line, uh, talk more about uh, the 
Marvin Infinity window in in the warranty. And someone specifically wanted to know uh, what the warranty is, or is it different for a sliding door from from Marvin Infinity? No, they all have the the, the same warranty, uh, the twenty five year warranty, and then anything that's installed by us has a lifetime workmanship warranty. So, um, if if you were to research any of the major manufacturers of windows, Anderson, Pella, Marvin, all of their warranties are are pretty similar. And from Cardinal Glass with the stainless steel spacer, that that system, that those those warranties are all really similar. The one thing that's different is how it's installed. And that's why I'm able to put a lifetime workmanship warranty on everything we do. So um, here's uh, the other thing. I've never had a warranty claim on an Infinity window. I've never had a warranty claim on any of the Marvin windows that I've done. Now, I've known some, some clad things way back in the day that we had with Marvin, but I haven't had a warranty claim on, on any of those. And that's really the only manufacturer I can say that about. It's also the only manufacturer I can say about that I've never had a window shipped to me made wrong. I just, I work with a lot of different manufacturers out there, Steve, um, all over the country. And I've, I've, I've worked on it with a lot of different materials. I really have not found a manufacturer that does a good a job at making their windows than Marvin. They're just good at what they do, and they make the window for our climate. It's just a, it's an awesome window, and when I do the testing on the window, it beats triple pane. The performance of that window beats our triple pane season guard window when you're talking about inside temperature of the glass, which is important in the wintertime. That, that can make a big difference uh, when you're talking about condensation and frost up and things of that nature. So, hey, uh, one other thing I've been meaning to mention the last couple of weeks, uh, Steve, for everyone sure. to check out, uh, me and Mr. Corey Heppola have launched a, a new podcast with WCCO. It's on uh, radio.com and iTunes now uh, called Hey, Let's Build It with Corey and Andy. And nice. hats off to uh, Mr. Hepla. He is, boy, he makes my job on that podcast very easy. Like when I say easy, I just got to look at Corey's uh, outline that he sends and, and talk about construction, which is something I'm supposed to be good at. And uh, he is, uh, it's going to be fun. It's only a 15 to 20 minute podcast, so it's really easy to listen to and lots of tips for in and around the home. Corey's asking some really good questions, and uh, we're going to be telling people how to get ready for storm season coming up here. So uh, the first three uh, podcasts are out there, and we'll be recording the next two this week. Outstanding, and that is uh, Radio.com and, of course, uh, iTunes as well. And that, that that's great. Andy Lindis and Corey Heppelin, that great podcast. Uh, from our text line at 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226, someone from the Alexandria area is wondering if Lindis travels to Alexandria to install those great leaf guard gutters. Uh, We do. Uh, We have an office in St. Joseph, believe it or not, that we work with that will go all the way out to Alec and install those great leaf guard gutters. uh, uh, If it was musky season, I'd want to do it myself. I think uh, that's the area of West Battle Lake. uh, There's some good fishing up in that uh, neck of the woods. I'm I'm chomping at the bit. I'm a senior in high school that uh, is no longer going to high school, so he's been uh, taking the boat 
bass fishing and trout fishing uh, every day, social distancing on the lakes, and uh, it's making me very jealous watching him leave the driveway every day. So I'm, I might do a little fishing this, in this beautiful weather here, Steve. Oh, yeah, Dynamite. why not? Those, wa- those water temps are warming up. They're, they're jumping in the boat practically. You know, uh, <laughs> we can only hope. I, uh, I, uh, I'm living vicariously through my senior in high school right now, that's for sure. Well, now, now is he bringing some fish home for dinner, I hope? Uh, you know, he has brought some uh, crappies home uh, that nice. we are hoping to do up uh, tomorrow. But he's been focusing in on the bass lately, so it's been uh, catch and release. So he's going to college as a for diversified agriculture this summer, and he's on the bass fishing team. So he'll be fishing bass tournaments around the country. Outstanding. Quick break. We have more with Handy Lindis here on the Home Improvement Show. By the way, our number is 651-989-9226. If you're going to be out and about and need something done around the house, feel free to call the program, 651-989-9226. You can call or text the program here on News Talk, 830-WCCO. Show with Andy Lindis each and every Saturday morning between 9 and 10 a.m. 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226 is the phone number on the program. And we've, we've got about 10 minutes left with Andy, so still plenty of time to call the program. We've got a ton of text we need to get to. Andy, from our text line, we have a farm home built in 1927. It's in need of major remodeling. We did replace all the windows several years ago, and they're in pretty good shape. And the foundation, the basic bones of the structure are good, but the wiring, the plumbing, the interior is in need of some major remodeling. Um, should, should we consider just a tear down and starting over? What, what do you think, considering all those things we need to do? You know, it's 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 always a consideration, but uh, you know, it sounds like uh, I have a very similar house. I have an old four square built. In, I think it's like nineteen thirteen, um, wow. and it's been remodeled a few different times. Uh, evidence of a fire that I found on the last time I remodeled it uh, that uh, my uncle I think had uh, been a part of. So I remember I'm, my grandmother had this house, then my my dad bought the house, and then then I did. So. Um, I would price it out both ways. I would work with a remodeler, and when, when it comes to these old farmhouses, I'd, I'd have a hard time tearing it down, to be honest with you. Um, one of my favorite remodeling projects was for an, old, an English teacher of mine. Um, she, she also lived in, uh, I think she was fourth generation in her home, and it was really, really important uh, to match everything and try to make it uh, like original as much as we can with newer materials. So that took some uh, some executive think power on our part, and uh, we were able to put our heads together with LP, and we actually made a custom three-inch reveal siding on it, and it turned out awesome. And and this house on the inside, all new windows, a lot of it's been remodeled. It has air conditioning now. The wiring's been updated, uh, I believe, as well. So there are ways to do it, but I would at least price out what a, re- a complete remodel gut out is going to be on that house. And then, and then make the decision whether or not you want to tear it down and start over. Now, there's some things that an old old farmhouse isn't going to have that a, a new build's going to have, but it's uh, I'd have a hard time tearing it down. I think you, uh, from a, a money wise, I think you can still get you'll be better off remodeling and than building new. I don't know if anybody's priced out new build nowadays. It's 
it's not cheap. I still think it's easier to buy and remodel than to build a brand new home, or it's 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 better on the wallet, anyways. And Andy, on a on a project like that, is it is it better to start from the interior, get it down to the stud walls, re-insulate, redo the wiring, redo the plumbing, uh, put in new drywall, and then deal with the exterior and the siding? How would you approach a major remodel like that, inside out? Yeah, um, you know, I would start. It would really depend on on which is worse, what what needs to be addressed yeah. more. Um, but but they, we've done plenty of these gut outs, and 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 that was something. My first ever job, Steve. That was uh, the dad gave me a sledgehammer and a shovel, and, and sent me and a couple other high school kids inside a house to to gut it out. And uh, talk about uh, getting in football shape carrying out uh, old plaster and, and, and gutting out a, a house all summer long, that, that'll do it. And then uh, when, when you're done with that, you got to do the roof. Yeah, yeah, it gets you ready for football. It's not a fun job. Linda's Destruction Crew is what we called ourselves, but it uh, can definitely make a big difference for sure. From our text line on the program, it is the Home Improvement Show, brought to you by Linda's Construction Online at Linda's Construction dot com l-i-n-d-u-s construction.com oh, we've been using penifin oil finish on our cedar deck for years we use a pressure washer for cleaning but wondering what cleaning product we should use uh, b- before we get to the point where we let it dry and then we stain hmm um i before staining a deck i'm going to clean it and then i use the the bare product the brightener and conditioner on the deck um over that now some type of uh outdoor detergent to to get any of the real grime uh, off of there um but i like the brightener and conditioner because it will open up the pores of the wood a little bit more which when you're dealing with a, a that's the cool part about penifin is that it's going to penetrate, and you don't have to remove all of the old finish to 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 go over the top of it. So every two three years, you just have to put a light coat on, and it's just about cleaning it up. But uh, when it comes to cleaning a deck or a wood surface, I've had my best luck with the Bear B E H R Brightener and Conditioner. But it's been a few years since I used it because I don't have to anymore. Because I have Zuri decking, and now all I have to do is take my Swiffer over the top of it, and it's uh, just as good as new. Except for that one spot I set my hot grill grate on. I'm going to be replacing those boards at some point this summer. (laughs) So so when you walk out on the deck, that one uh, catches your eye every time. You know, I had been smoking a lot of different uh, things, so I had some buildup, and I had a grill fire happen on my smoker, and so I went into panic mode, and it was just a a brain fart on my part. But uh, needless to say, my wife was not very impressed with me, and now I've got to replace three boards. Now, Andy, the weather is going to be good enough today, tomorrow, um, next week. I have a lot of people are going to be digging uh, the power washer out of the corner of the garage or the shed and are going to go to work. Go easy. If if you have a treated, treated material or cedar, go easy with that power washer, right? Start with the lightest pressure you possibly can because there's a lot of people that end up pressure washing and then they end up sanding. 
and then they end up putting a brightener and conditioner on all at once. So if it were me, it'd be a light pressure wash. I'd want to get a brush and scrub away the grime before I pressure wash it out, especially on that Penafin deck. I, I get all the grime out with a brush and maybe some Dawn dish soap, get that all cleaned, add the brightener and conditioner, and that way you're not having to worry about having to sand anything. I think you're going to be best off that route. Uh, here's a good one from River Falls. Looking to replace my roof. It's a low-pitch roof. Do you recommend traditional shingles or potentially a steel roof in that circumstance? Well, all depends on uh, how low pitch the roof is. If it's under like a 4 or 312 pitch, then, uh, yeah, we might look at some of our mechanically fastened metal roofing options. But if it's over a 412, I, I would still recommend a, a GAF option. Now, it's one of the cool parts about GAF asphalt roofing. On some of these lower sloped roofs, they have some styles of shingles that really do look better on the lower slopes compared to a normal architectural or timberline type shingle. There's some other options you can pick that are going to be a better look on the lower sloped roof, in my opinion. And it'll make sure that they stay sealed. That, that the sealing that is done with the, the GAF shingle, you really don't have to worry about leaking or anything like that. There might be some additional things that we have to do with leak barrier and underlayment on a lower slope roof, but we'll take a look at it and uh, we'll measure what type of slope you have and give you our best recommendations. You're right in our backyard. We'll come over and give you a free estimate if you like. Yeah, and Andy, uh, what about that warranty? I still can't get over that, that warranty. Linda is saying GAF. You know, when you think about it, it really is the last roof you're ever going to have to put on. Um, I've had two warranty claims um, on GAF roofing in, in my entire time of using them. And as far as warranty claims go, it's the easiest company I've ever dealt with. I mean, there was zero out-of-pocket expense. Um, no arguing back and forth, whether it was installation error or anything like that, because they can't. Why? Because we're one of the companies that GAF guarantees it's going to be installed right. We, we send pictures into the manufacturer. That way, no matter what, 20 years from now, they can't hide behind that it was installed wrong. Because they have, we have a piece of paper that said, you said it was installed right. So it really is. It's a smart warranty the way they have it up. There is no arguing. And as far as, and warranties are never fun. No one likes to, I'm going to have to redo my roof again. But when it doesn't cost you anything, and, and, and in fact, I can give you a little something extra to the homeowner, they, both those people got gift certificates, well, you know, it, it makes the pain a little bit less. Well, Andy, it's gone quick. Always good to visit with you. Enjoy the weather. Thanks, man. Take care. All right, there he is, Andy Lindis, our home improvement show every Saturday morning between 9 and 10 a.m., LindisConstruction.com, L-I-N-D-U-S, or 1-800-LEAVE-CAR.